Hello, and welcome to Anime Audio Commentary. Today I'll be commenting on episode 7 of Dungeon Meshi. If you'd like to watch along, then start watching now. You know, it's always refreshing to hear that opening. And uh, I'm wondering if uh, these are the adventures we saw last time that uh, ran afoul of those bugs and stuff. Okay, yeah, there we go. Merely paralyzed, not dead. And I take that back. That was actually two episodes ago. Episode 5, I believe. Now... I've been thinking that the past two episodes have been kind of weak comparatively. You know, just because, like, the food wasn't particularly interesting and not much had been happening otherwise. I feel like, uh... This would be a really good opportunity for something to happen. And, uh, maybe this would be it. You know, it seems as though these guys are going to um, maybe try and track down Lias and company. I mean, in theory, they shouldn't assume uh, Lias and company would harm them or do anything untoward. But it seems like that might be the tone that's being set here, you know. Alright, so that's interesting, you know, that there was, um, a little something that they weren't being told, and I, I get the feeling that that's going to be the crux of the conflict. That's a real elf moment saying like, Oh, come on, Senshi, you have to clean your beard, at least comb it. It's like, man. You don't understand what it means to be a dwarf. Wow, that's, uh... 
Not sure I feel about that. Washing and braiding the beard. I mean, like... It could work, but I feel like you shouldn't trust Marcel with something like that. Alright. So this is something, you know, now they're underground in what is essentially a subterranean lake. So if nothing else, this is an opportunity to fish and eat, you know, maybe some more exotic stuff. Like, uh... I, I feel like uh, maybe an angler fish would be good. You know, that fish with like the sort of like the bioluminescent light that attracts other things and eats them. A real gnarly looking fish. Okay. So, Marcel, she's capable of walking on water with magic. And, uh... Yeah, you know, I guess in theory it's a way of bypassing a lot of stuff. Senshi doesn't want to go along with it for some reason. I mean, I guess he'd rather take a boat. I mean, I guess, uh, he must have a reason, surely. You know, the idea being that if you go the slightly more circuitous way, you have a better opportunity to eat fish and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's, uh... Probably not wrong to dismiss him instantly. I'm wondering if this is maybe, like, uh, just one of those things where dwarves aren't affected much by magic. So I feel like, uh... The people here might be making a mistake if they end up splitting the party. That's not something you should generally do. Especially when Senshi is such a font of knowledge. Alright. You know, I wasn't expecting something like this for him to, uh... I guess, attract, uh... This sort of, uh... Seafaring horse. I mean, he seems to know it already, so I guess that helps. But... Huh. I'm wondering, like, if the creature's just sort of, like, uh, magic inherently in that sort of water-walking thing. Okay. Y you know what? This is, like, two episodes where Elias says something just... Totally, uh... Totally out there. It's like, you know... Sure, this monster can walk on the water and all that, but why don't we kill it and use its organs as flotation devices? And I kinda... I kinda get Lias' approach here, you know, all monsters can be dangerous, but this one is clearly... familiar with Senshi, like, surely you have to trust the guy to some degree. Well, you know what, maybe Lias was right. 
Yeah, you know, this is a rather dangerous sort of scenario everyone's found themselves in. Because, I mean, like, if you're wearing heavy armor, like, y you will sink. There's no getting around that. So yeah, Lias was correct here that this monster was ultimately dangerous, but I'm wondering what precipitated that because uh, Senshi was, he was pretty explicit that, you know, he's known this critter for a while. You know, it is rather remarkable that Marcel was able to just sort of uh, pull them out like that. Especially considering Lice is wearing plate mail armor. Now I guess the question is, uh... Surely they have to eat it, right? You know, sure it was... You know, I guess sort of Senshi's friend and all that, but, uh... The betrayal is bitter, but... Yeah, you know, this is a real elf moment. Like, it was your friend, you're just gonna eat it? And, uh, the answer is, of course, yes. You know, like, uh... Might as well. Yeah, there we go. You know, might as well uh, take some of the animal fat while the getting's good, even if she was opposed to butchering it to begin with. It's interesting that Marcel went along with uh, helping out. Although I feel like she's probably just uh, trying to make soap, you know. Oh dear. So it's that same party. You know, these guys seem to have screwed the pooch again and drowned themselves. I... Oh, that's a kobold. Wow. Okay. I was given to understand that kobolds are more, uh... Lizard-like. Oh dear. Yeah, I think I know uh, what happened to this party. Chilchuk, uh... Poor guy seems to have been hypnotized, and that's, uh, that's no good. That's probably how you drown yourself. Yeah, you know, this sort of subterranean lake is a lot more dangerous than I initially gave it credit for. Because mermaids... They are, uh, dangerous too. Although I feel like if you can drown out there singing with your own bad singing, they're, uh... Probably not as dangerous. Although that said, this could... Ah. Okay, no, he was deliberately screwing with them. I, I was wondering if maybe Lias had been sort of, uh... Enthralled, too. You know, I guess not. He really does seem to be the most knowledgeable about monsters in terms of how to fight them and stuff like that. Okay. Alright, Chilchuk, he's still... 
He's taking the initiative here, you know. We're not eating fishmen, you know, they're far too close to human. That, uh... That's frankly just the right approach here. Yeah, I don't like where this is going. Lias is really trying to justify things, saying like, well, they're not mammals. You know, they're further away from human beings than, like, a cow or a pig is, but... I don't know, man. Once you go down that path, that's like a... That's a real quick way to start eating other people and getting prion diseases, okay? Like, that's just not good. You really just shouldn't do that. Yeah, I can't say I really blame Chilchuk for being on guard about the seaweed. But, I mean, really, I feel like that's the least objectionable part. You know, it's functionally hair. Yeah, I do think it'd make a mistake on principle, just like, you know, the answer is no, we're not eating anything from a demi-human. It's just a bridge too far. Now, I feel like, uh... It was sort of being set up that these adventurers kind of had it out for Lias. At least that was my interpretation. I feel like them taking the barley they spilled and eating it, that's not going to help matters. And in fact, uh, it might be used as evidence against them later. You know, if if that whole business with uh, like Marcel's hairs being left behind, if that's any indication... Ooh. Yeah, uh, Lias might have, uh, done something not good by putting in, uh, eggs. Yeah, you know, we never got straight confirmation on that, and I feel like we're not going to, but, uh, man. So you know what, this is uh this is a thoughtful thing, I think. Marcel made soap, and you know, the idea isn't she's going to force him to wash his beard or anything, but you know, they can use it to clean things, it can be used as beard oil. You know. That's nice. Now, I guess it's just purely, like, a character interaction that she does ultimately end up, like, washing the beard, but it, uh, seems to have turned out rather well. And I guess that was also the issue, you know, that was what was preventing him from walking on water. And, uh, I didn't quite catch it. I think the explanation was, like, monster blood and stuff has gotten all soaked into it with its anti-magic properties, but... I don't know. Not sure how I feel about that as an explanation.
Ooh. Looks like those are flying fish. Those are, uh... Interesting. You know, they, there are flying fish in real life. Sort of. They don't really fly, they just sort of jump. But, uh, really far. But these fish seem to be, uh... A fair bit more dangerous. So, uh... Yeah, it's rather unfortunate. Marcel has this uh, predilection for using magic, which makes sense, being a wizard. But, you know, she frequently does this to the detriment of the food. You know, using magic, killing too many things. And you know, Senshi's right. You know, you really only want to kill as many as you intend to eat, just so you don't disrupt things. I mean, Marcel's right to a degree, too. You know, if some animal's attacking you, you're not wrong to kill it. I mean, perhaps it'd be better to drive it off, but, uh... I don't know. And I guess there's also the issue of uh, disrupting the ecosystem. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I guess case in point, like, critters always want to take the easy way. If there's a bunch of dead animals... That might attract uh, other predators like these fishmen. And I mean, what we've seen of them, however briefly, they are in all likelihood probably pretty dangerous too. Now unfortunately, that's not the worst of it. You know, we saw like tentacles, so I think it's safe to assume it's a kraken. And uh, man, considering how big it is... Yeah, you know, Senshi's disdain for wasting food. Like, I feel like if they kill this thing, like, there's no getting around wasting the vast majority of it. It's interesting that they point out that this is an exceptionally large Kraken. Because, uh, Dungeons and Dragons-wise, a Kraken's already a rather dangerous critter, you know, like up at the high end of the spectrum. So, you know, an especially large and dangerous Kraken, like, that's, uh, that's some real serious business. That's not something a party of adventurers like this could handle. You know, honestly, your best bet would be avoid it entirely. And, to some degree, that would mean, like, not going into a subterranean lake like this, but... You know, given their mission, that can't really be avoided either. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like, it's pretty clear they're out of their depth. Because their weapons can only do so much. Marcel's magic can't really hurt it a whole lot. Your best bet would probably be, like, magic weapons or, you know, some, like, real high-level magic here. Alright, so I'm wondering what Senshi's plan is. You know, he's picked up a trident. I guess the idea being that if the fishmen wield it, it might be a more effective weapon against Krakens. And... He seems to have latched onto a spell that Marcel might be able to use to good effect. So I'm wondering... Okay. 
Yeah, she casts water walking on the crack and therefore effectively beaching it. So, I mean, like, uh, I don't think Krakens... Well, Krakens and, like, their real-life analogs, squids and octopi, like, I'm pretty sure they can live outside of the water. But, uh... I mean, beaching it like this is definitely the best approach, for sure. It's definitely a novel use of the, uh... Of the spell. You know, I'm not sure how something like this would play out in a game of D&D, but... You know, definitely, definitely a smart thing to do. I guess it's interesting that despite not knowing anything about a Kraken, he knew sort of like the spot where you kill it, right between the eyes. And I'm wondering why precisely that is. You know, being an invertebrate, I don't think they have uh, skeletons at all. So any like, uh, what would you call them? Neurological organs, the brain and stuff like that. It's probably uh, relatively unguarded. Although, considering octopi and squids can sort of like really change their shape and squeeze through stuff like I feel like they can't have much in the way of like a truly like centralized nervous system oh dear so it seems like that's a parasite or something oh yeah, I'm with Marcel on this. Like, like parasites are bad enough. Big parasites are even worse. And that the Kraken seemingly had a few, that probably doesn't bode well for whether or not they should eat it. Yeah, you know what? Marcel is uh, correct. I don't think you should eat the parasite. Because, I mean, sure, like, a bigger parasite like this might be more substantial... But at the same time, like... I don't know, man. Something about that feels wrong. I guess if, you know, the Kraken meat is no good, which seemed to be what Lias was driving at, you know, I guess you could eat a parasite in a pinch, but... Oh, Lias. Surely, surely he was not eating it raw. There's no way that can be good for you. Ugh. Man, that's it. I'm out. Just describing the texture as tender and a little slimy. Like, that's... That's too much. I mean, I guess I'm in this weird position where, like, they're describing the way the parasite is, and that's gross. But I would also think the Kraken's really gross, too. You know, like... Yeah. I, I just... I can't stomach stuff like that. Oh... Oh, who could have imagined? Maybe eating that raw parasite was not a good idea.
Oh dear. Yeah, since she's got the right idea, you know, you probably consumed a parasite yourself and therefore, uh... Oh, good lord. So it doesn't eat people or feed off them, but it will tear your stomach open. Yeah, that's not a good thing to have happen to you. Man. Yeah, you know, I think Marcel's vindicated that you really shouldn't be eating the parasite. Yeah, that's not very reassuring from Sentry saying that, you know, we are integrated into the ecosystem. Meaning, you know, we... We can get eaten by other things, too. Wow. You know, it's a shame you had to learn the lesson the hard way, I guess. Alright, well that's it for this episode. If you've enjoyed it, then by all means, tune in for the next one. See you, Space Cowboy.